0: Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. Let's start with prayer. Father, I thank you. My heavenly Father, let the power of my Lord be great. Father. Let the power of my Lord be great. Open our ears that we can hear. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we may attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God. And I ask this in your Son's name, Jesus. Now, if you would turn with me to 1 John 3, 8, I'm going to ask you a question. Do you got any guts? Do you have any guts? Dole says that to me all the time. Kathy, you got any guts? I want you to put away everything that you've learned in Sunday school. I want you to set aside for a minute everything that you've learned. Every book you've read, every movie you've seen, like I've said before, every art depiction you've seen, every poem you've read, I want you to put it all aside for a moment. And we are only going to look at what the Word of God says. The Word of God will be here forever. Your movies, your books aren't. I want you to just look at the Word of God, just the Word of God. I'm probably going to step on some religious toes. But you know what? The Word of God is above your religious toes. So we are going to look at just the Word of God. 1 John 3, 8. He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. Are you in sin? He that committeth sin is of the devil. For the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. And you know what? I've learned. I'm an English teacher. I taught grammar. I taught English. That word might in the Bible isn't in the translations. That word kicked out the word might. It's not even in the translations. So let's read it again. It says, for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he destroy the The works of the devil. That he destroy them. Now how did he destroy them? How? Go with me to Hebrews 2. Verse 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood. What are you made of? Flesh and blood. He also himself likewise. He also himself likewise took Part of the same. That he through death. That he through death. Might destroy him. That had the power of death. That is the devil. How did Jesus destroy. The works of the devil. It says it right here. That he himself likewise. Took part of the same. Took part of flesh. And blood. That through death. He had to die to destroy the works of the devil, to forgive our sins, to heal us, to justify us, to make us rich, to bring us prosperity, to bring us welfare. He had to die. Well, guess what? God doesn't die. You can't kill God. You can't even kill an angel. You can't kill God. Well, somebody had to die there had to be blood and somebody had to die. How was, how was Jesus going to die? He was going to have to give up being a God. He was going to have to give it up and we'll see that. Jesus took on flesh and blood just like you and me. Got any guts? Do you believe that? Do you believe that? That Jesus became A man just like you and I. Let's go on. And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. You know, it is a wonderful thing to be delivered from the fear of death. It is a wonderful thing to be delivered from the fear of death. And you're looking at a woman that's had a lot of that taken out of her. A lot. Okay. For verily he took on not him the nature of angels. He ver- verily he took not on him the nature of angels. He wasn't an angel. And he wasn't God. Couldn't be. You can't kill God. And somebody had to die. But he took on him the seed of Abraham. The seed of Abraham. He took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore. Ooh, love that word, wherefore. Wherefore, in all things, it behooved him, it was obligated, he was obligated, he found it necessary, that is what behooved means, he was obligated, it was necessary, it was necessary, read that again, wherefore, in all things all things look at that word all look at that word all you know I've heard people say that Jesus when he was on the earth was a hundred percent man and a hundred percent God I'm a third grade math teacher that can't be I'd have flunked you out of class I'd have put a big red check mark on your paper it is impossible to be a hundred percent of both. Jesus, in all points, all. All points. Can you believe that word all? Got any guts? Can you believe that word all? All. Why? Because somebody was going to destroy the works of the devil, and the only way to destroy death was to die. Amen. Was to die. All right, let's go on. Wherefore, in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered Being tempted. All points. Be made like us in all things. Well, you know what? To be like us, you got to be tempted. You have to be tempted. And Jesus was tempted in all points. He was tempted in everything. Everything. Do you believe that? Those things that are tempting you, Jesus had to be tempted in. Oh, Jesus couldn't have been tempted with that. It says all. It says all. It says all. There is nothing left out of all. There is no exclusions. So Jesus was tempted in all things. Jesus was never tempted to steal. He was tempted in all things. He was never tempted with fornication. He was tempted in all things. Jesus was never tempted to extort. He was tempted in all things. Jesus was never tempted in child molestation. He was tempted in all things. All. Do you hear the word all? Why? So he could be a merciful and faithful high priest and make reconciliation. So he could make reconciliation. He had to be like us in all things. All. You got any guts to believe that? Do you got any guts to believe that? All things. All things. Now, let's go on. Let's go to Hebrews 10. Let's see how. Hebrews 10, verse 5. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice an offering thou wouldest not. This is Jesus speaking to the Father. This is found in Psalms, Jesus talking to the Father. Wherefore, when He cometh into the world, when Jesus came into the world, He saith, "Sacrifice an offering thou wouldst not, but a body hast thou prepared me." A body. God had a body for Jesus. He had a body. You know how that body started? You're going to love this. You know how how that body got started? One cell. One cell. With the Holy Ghost making it alive. One cell. That body that God had prepared for Jesus started with a single cell. Jesus started as a cell. You know what? God called that body god called that a person god called that cell jesus now you're gonna kill it all right but a body hast thou prepared me i know it's devil you don't like that too bad in burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast had no pleasure all you want to be you want to have the law you want to live under the law of god look at what this says In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sins, thou hast had no pleasure. Then said I, Jesus, I, lo, I come. Jesus said, I come. The volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will, O God. I come to do thy will, O God. What was his will? Look down at verse 10. By that will, the will, by which will? The will of God. We are sanctified through the offering of the body, that body that God had for him, so he could offer it through the body of Jesus Christ once for all. What was the Father's will? Jesus was going to the cross. He was gone to the cross. That was the Father's will. Turn with me to Philippians 2. Jesus had to become just like us. Why? So he could destroy the works of the devil. So he could destroy them. To destroy them, he had to go there. He had to go there. So, Philippians 2, 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Ever wondered what Jesus thought? says this is his mind right here. Ever wondered what Jesus thought? This is his mind right here. Who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God. But, but. Did you see that word but? Not and. But, but made himself of no reputation. If you've studied that out, that means emptied himself. Emptied himself of all his godly ability. He had to lay it down. He had to lay it down. You can't kill God. So he had to become a man. And he had to lay aside all of his godly ability. He could no longer be everywhere at once. He could no longer know everything at once. He no longer had all the power of everything. He had to lay that aside. And he had to take on to become a man and be in a man's body. What made him Jesus? What made that man Jesus, the Messiah, the Savior? His spirit. His spirit. That was the spirit of Jesus in that body. That was the spirit of Jesus in that body. All right? Took on him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men. Here it is again. You read that New Testament, and every time you turn around, you'll find out he was a man. He was a man. Got any guts? Read the New Testament and look for this. Got any guts? Who, being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made of himself of no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, was made in the likeness of men, just like you and me, and was found in fashion as a man. Notice this. He humbled himself. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death. Became obedient. You mean Jesus, the Messiah, had to become obedient? Just like we have to. Became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Even the death of the cross. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Turn with me to Isaiah 53 real quick. Verse 10, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him, to make him sit. It made God happy to make Jesus a man. It made God happy that Jesus took on all our sin, your sin. Don't look at it like it's a sin of the whole world. No, your sin, your sin. What you've done went on that body. It said, yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has put him to grief, made him sick. Made him sick. God made him sick. And thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin. You know, Jesus had to go to the cross. It says in Isaiah 52 right here, he was marred more than any man. Marred. More than any man. Man. See that word man? Do you see the word man? Marred more than any man. Why? Because your sin and my sin was on that body. Every bone out of joint. Every bone out of joint. You don't want to think about that. Well, you better. You better. Every bone out of joint, no form, taking our sin. And it pleased the Father to do it to him. It pleased the Father. It made him happy to do it to Jesus. It made him happy that Jesus suffered on the cross. It made the Father happy. It made the Father happy that he sent Jesus to hell. He sent Jesus to hell. Why? Because that's where sinners go. Jesus had our sin in his soul. And what happens to sinners? They go to hell. And Jesus went to hell. The lowest part of hell. God took our sin out on Jesus in hell. And it made him happy to do so. It made him happy to do so. The God, our Father, Jehovah, was happy to put the wrath of himself on his son in hell. Happy to. Why? Because he knew it was for us. He knew it was for us. For God so loved the world He gave his only begotten son, gave him, had a body ready for him. Why? So he could go to hell and be punished for us. Now, what happened? Let's go back to Isaiah 53, verse 11. He shall see the travail of his soul in hell. He shall be satisfied. He shall be satisfied. Turn with me to Colossians 2.15. Jesus went to hell for us. He bore the wrath of God. He had his body laid in a grave. You know what? At that point, death had Jesus. Death had him. Jesus says in the Psalms, I can't come out. The cords of death are on me. Jesus was in hell. He couldn't come out and he was dead. Well, there are two deaths. The first death is a physical death. Jesus died that on the cross. They put that dead body of his in the grave. That's the first death, the physical death. But Jesus had to suffer the second death for us, so we wouldn't have to. Jesus had to suffer the second death. What was the second death? Hell. The second death was hell without the Father. That's the second death. You know, we have a woman that died two days ago, part of this ministry. You know what's the wonderful thing about her death? And we all rejoice. She's not going to suffer the second death. She is not going to suffer the second death. And she has a body that's going to be laid in a grave, waiting, waiting for Jesus to come and get it. For Jesus to come and get that body out of the grave. That body will be waiting for him. She right now is with Jesus. She won't suffer the second death. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Jesus said you must be born again. Now let's take a look at Colossians 2 verse 15. This is talking about Jesus. He's in the grave. He's in hell, suffering for our sin, burning in hell. His body is dead in the grave. Death has him. Satan has him right where he wants him. Got any guts? Satan has him right where he wants him. He's in the lowest hell. He's in death, and he can't get out. And then what happens? And then what happens? The Father raises him from the dead. The father raises him from the dead. The father raises him from the dead and he walks out of that grave. He walks out of that grave. He overcame death. He overcame hell and he walks out of that grave. I'll show you. Right here. And having spoiled principalities and powers. Spoiled means to disarm, to take it away from him. Spoiled principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. How did he triumph? How did he make a show openly? He walked out of the grave. He walked out of the grave. Last verse that I'm going to read. Revelations 1. Verse 18, this is Jesus speaking. I am he that liveth and was dead and am alive forevermore and have the keys of hell and death. Have the keys of hell and death. Who has the keys now of hell and death? Jesus has the keys of hell and death. You don't have to die. You know, I don't expect to die. I expect to go up with him in heaven. I expect to go with him when he comes to get me. You must be born again. You cannot do this without being born again. You cannot overcome the devil without being born again. And how do you do that? Those that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved.